You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. This week on the couch, Carly and I are going to be talking about expectations. We've talked about this once before, but now it's time to revisit the conversation. Hello, everybody. Look. Oh, I was like, look, I've been trying to say something different because every time I say the same thing, I was like, girl, let's mix it up. You do. Let's get mixy. Like I said, hola this week. It gets difficult to mix it up sometimes, but also you don't always have to reinvent the wheel, right? Like sometimes, you know, you have your the way you open up something or close it and people get used to that. And I think that's okay. But I think for us doing it, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> like try to say the same Y'all thing. Y'all should hear it. <laughs> Y'all should hear us trying to cut clips and like re-listen to the episode. We're like, oh my God, stop talking. <laughs> that's bad. But as long as you guys keep listening, that's what matters. Um, I was having a conversation today, actually, Carly, with um, our friend Cynthia. And she was talking about, well, really, we were talking about how, what it takes to cultivate a community. We were talking about um, like with our friend who was DJing. And then she was like, yeah, you know, I noticed like even with Carly's couch, like every once in a while I'll see like somebody I'm, I'm cool with or I'm following post something from y'all. And I'm like, yeah, I don't even know sometimes, you know, who the folks are listening or leaving comments. You know how you can tell when folks like really listen and are really into it. And mm-hmm. so we, we were talking about how interesting it is that, you know, cultivating a, a community sometimes it's easier for it to be like people outside of your regular circle and you know, for new people to get into it, et cetera. So definitely appreciate all of you listening and all of you who have become a part of our community um, and want to encourage you to keep sharing the podcast as well. Yeah, please do. Um, I love when people are like, oh, I listened to it or me and my cousin had a great conversation about, you know, whatever y'all were saying. Um, The funniest thing that I get all the time is like, They'll be like, anybody who I'm talking to, and it's been from like clients at the gym to people in other circles, they're like, yeah, but I agree with Lex though on what she was saying. Like, I felt like I was more in her thing mm-hmm. and I'm just laughing. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That's why I'm glad we're different because um, then people can kind of connect with different trains of thoughts um, and kind of mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but I like Carly and I, like we have similar views on a lot of things, might just be different approaches um, and or... I think there is maybe like a spectrum of like being realistic to hopeful or optimistic. I don't know what exactly the words would be, but that on what with that, I'm like more on another side than you sometimes. Oh, absolutely. We're like, (laughs) but it's good because I think it's a good balance um, for that, which is actually why I'm kind of excited that we're revisiting our talk on expectations. Um, And I wanted to re-talk about them because I feel like lately in all of our episodes, we're like, oh, but we need to make sure to manage our expectations. And like everything we've been talking about from listening to the way that we speak to trust and building trust and being vulnerable in relationships and different things. And it keeps on coming back into this whole idea of like managing your expectations. Yeah. Um, I think that there's so many ways that we can have less hurt, sadness, pain, all of those things based on our perceptions, based on our perspective, based on, you know, kind of how much we want to choose to hold on to things. So I'm talking about like 
our attachment and, you know, mindset. And I think expectations kind of fall similarly into that group to where it is something where if you can really take ownership of the way that you set up your expectations, it can definitely relieve you of a lot of uh, like pain and stress um, that may be unnecessary. Um, But I also think it's interesting too, like, you know, the world is so a lot and oftentimes people do like they underachieve or they hurt you or they do do things. Right. So one thing I guess with our podcast is like, I don't, I want to make it clear that I understand. And I know Carly does too. We recognize like that things happening to you, you know, like when we talk about like how, what, what we can do about a thing, what we can manage is not to diminish or invalidate like that things do happen to you or that, you know, you do have reason to feel upset about stuff. Um, and at the same time, I know it's like, man, if I just managed and paid better attention to the boundaries of when those expectations were not met. So it's like a two piece um, that, man, I would have been so much better off. But I don't know. Unfortunately, I feel like we also always see these things after the fact um, instead of during, which is so hard, which maybe that could be another episode, too. It's like, how can you just like cut yourself off from things how do you how can you better enforce your boundaries but there's so many also topics within that um so yeah managing your expectations I think is a huge way that you can um also manage your feelings manage how you're feeling about um things the way they get done the way you're being treated or whatever it might be um so it's very important Uh, because I know in my past, like anytime I've had very high expectations, um, a lot of times it was me creating them instead of it being an agreement between folks. Um, So I think that's a big part of it for sure, is that how often are you just having like this fantasy of what you think will happen or what you want to happen? And you're the only one who said that. Or even worse, when you're having those high expectations with a person, whether it's work, relationship, whatever, but who has already shown or even expressed straight up to you, like, yeah, I'm not really about to do all that. And then you still have expectations. And it's like, all right, sis, at this point, we got to manage them. So um, I'm a big fan of managing your expectations as often as I like don't actually manage them. So keep that in mind too. Like <laughs> we be knowing what to say, but I don't always do that for sure. But I, it's something I can always come back to often to like recalibrate. No, I think that that's great. And it's so funny. You actually answered my first question when I was thinking about expectations and like what it actually looks like in practice to manage them. Because I'm not, that's, I'm not great either. Like I'm definitely on the hopeful scale and I sure mm-hmm. be having high expectations and be getting let down. Um, so this is coming from a place of learning, but my question was, where do people run into issues with expectations? And from what you just said, it sounds like by not communicating them with the other person. Because mm-hmm. we're scared to communicate them a lot of times too, right? Like, I think oftentimes it's a crazy combo, not crazy, but it's a dangerous combo to have high expectations and also being scared to like say what you wanted or saying like what you are hoping for as well. So like, I don't know if you recognize that, but I feel like I- I'm just kind of recognizing that those two things tend to go together. Um to where it's like, oh, I didn't actually communicate and or part of communicating is listening. I didn't listen to what you said. You know what I mean? Like you're just on your own program. Um, and oftentimes we, like I say, we'll write this story 
a whole story of how we want things to go or how we hope it goes, which I think is fine to have that desire, I guess. But then like, to me, managing your expectations means let me be present and pay attention to what's actually happening, what somebody's actually doing, what somebody's actually mm-hmm. saying. Um, and I can only do that if I'm like here and not like trying to think of before in the in the future or trying to think about the past with what happened before or whatever else. Um, so yeah, I think the communication is super important but often we don't want to do that because then we're scared that that's going to get shot down too and so we have high expectation that didn't get shot down anyway so it's a whole lot harder you can save yourself (laughs) if you would just communicate and have some real expectations man i didn't know it was going to turn into a therapy session but here we are (laughs) um not communicating but being scared oh my gosh that's probably a whole other episode topic about being like not wanting to get let down like Mm -hmm. not not wanting to be disappointed but in the end it becomes a cycle because you're not communicating it you still have high expectations so you end up like getting disappointed anyways and Mm -hmm. so it's better to just speak them and so I would say that's probably where I struggle with them the most is the not wanting to be let down part so then I don't actually end up asking for what I want a lot of times and that's like any story I think about where there has been a mismanagement of expectations. It's always been around me being too scared to like say something and then I end up getting hurt. Hmm. But so is it is it wrong to have expectations that have not been communicated? Um, I don't think so. I think some expectations are unspoken, so like being treated with respect, like kindness, like in relationships, like not raising your voice or calling me names or cursing at me, you know, like different things I think that are not communicated, but like, um, and, and expected, and I guess it's an expectation so that whatever, but mm-hmm. I feel like anyone where it includes someone else's attention, time, an investment of their money and whatever is going on, like that should be agreed upon um, and should be understood. Like, hey, we're going to do a, a, we're going to do a dinner date every Friday. Like date day is Friday is ours, any other day, you know, whatever. But every Friday we're going to do a thing. You can't just think that and then not include a person because we mm-hmm. all have our own lives and are building businesses. And so that's completely unfair. But it's like, if we agreed on that and then it doesn't happen, like that's a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like, uh, an unspoken like expectation just in general like that we would go on you know at least to have a date every week or like that you would that you would even want to do certain things like everybody doesn't think like that or they may be in the house or you know um so for sure that has to be something I think that you speak up about but I do think that the only maybe not only because as I speak this out I might contradict myself but expectations that you can have and like they're enforced is because you have some type of spoken agreement or like that you discuss this right like I have a particular expectation of the people who work with me because they have an agreement with within which it says like hey um things like if I can't come to the weekly meetings then I would let somebody know or you know because it's okay it stuff happens like things come up, you're not able to always, um, your money might be done, you might have lost your job, might not be able to go on as many dates, or um, you might got sick and not be feeling it to get certain work done or show up in a meeting or whatever it may be. Um, But hey, we've established an expectation that you'll at least communicate. 
And so perhaps it is to think about, well, what do I have an expectation for? And then at what level is really what I'm looking for? It's just like that we're clear or that we communicate or that a thing happens. Um, you know, what are what are those bases? And so that is spoken. That is something that we talked about. They see it. You know, we do it. I think um, in relationships, we often take for granted, like the people can read our mind and maybe don't speak about the expectations as much. Um, but I think you should there as well. Um, I think with family is probably where we probably speak them even less. Although when I think back about it now, like there's expectations like um, of my parents, like when we go out as a family, it's like, okay, you're not going to be running around in the store or, you know, like there's certain expectations, like, you know, that, okay, this is how I should act um, in whatever circumstance or environment. Um, or this is what will make them happy or what they would, what they're looking for, what they appreciate. Um, I feel like they didn't go both ways. So I don't know what that should probably look more like, but um, yeah, you do, you really should communicate um, those things, but it's scary. I'm, I'm scared right now of like some things. So I'm trying to think about <laughs> how this relates to me right now. <laughs> I, I like that. And that was actually my next question is like, how to set them? So communication is huge. Like, what are some indications that it is a thing that actually needs to be talked about versus these unspoken ones that we've kind of mentioned? What, how do you what? Yeah, how do you know that it's, it's an expectation that needs to be communicated I'm thinking ma mainly like in relationships or in relations with other people not necessarily works I feel like most of that is more straightforward but to your point about like family not, and friends mm -hmm. okay and work and relationships like how do you know like when it's something that needs to be communicated and agreed upon versus something that we feel could be unspoken mm, I think the only things that should have been unspoken are what you said common decency and respect um, in a relationship, love, trust, admiration, respect, without those things, like, you know, how you do it and what you do needs to be communicated, but that has to be underlying foundational. And I think that's probably the only thing that can really be unspoken. Um, like you said, some things are obvious, you know, breakers of those, um, outside of that, you do have to talk about it because we're so different and, what somebody thinks is spending time, you might not feel is enough. Or, um, you know, it might, to them, they might be like, oh, we're watching this movie. Like, we're spending time together. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this for you. They might genuinely think like, oh, I'm doing this because I know this is what you want to do. Meanwhile, you might be upset because it's like, oh, why do you keep pulling out your phone every five minutes? And you're like, you're not spending time with me. You're, you're keep looking at the phone or you're scrolling. Um, well, they genuinely think they are. And so um, things like that is where, you have to speak about the expectations of what what does us time mean um, for mm -hmm. me? What does that mean for you? Um, and so communicating that, um, the how and the components, I guess, of those things is what you have to communicate. Yeah, I think that's huge, um, especially the misalignment of what we think is happening versus actually what is compared mm -hmm. to somebody else. And the phone was a great example but also people whose love languages are quality time look very different than people who are acts of service. Like they might not even care. They used to there watching a movie, like they mad you didn't help them carry the stuff upstairs and take out the trash or do whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so the next, 
the next piece is like, actually, I've realized I'm more scared about this part of the conversation than actually setting an expectation. So we talked about like setting expectations and kind of where that fear can come from. You don't want to be disappointed. But what happens, like, what do you do when expectations aren't met? And it could be in different areas. If you have examples of like relationships or a job, like people you work with. If my expectations aren't met. Mm-hmm. Like how do you I handle do? it when your expectations aren't met? Well, I think the easiest thing I could start to answer that with was, is how it feels when your expectations aren't met. Mm. Um, I feel like I can feel betrayed or sad or start to feel resentful um, if it's something that happens often or if I feel like it's happening often, I'm not speaking up, which again, I think the communication on this is a two-way street. Um, and so what do I do? I'm so now I am better at managing them to where I really do have to consider. And sometimes I think maybe too much, right? Like sometimes we justify too much for another person, but I have plenty of notes on my phone as far as, far as like relationship wise, where it's like, all right, well, same example. Well, he, he did take his time out to do, you know, X, Y, Z, even though, you know, might've got upset about that. Right. So it's like, well, let me reframe my perspective to, um, better acknowledge what is happening, what I like, um, because that will beget more of the actual, um, even, even just like the positivity or negativity of the space because of like uh, you being mad about something or resentful for something like changes things, right? It makes people feel like, well, they can never do enough. So why would I keep even mm-hmm. trying? And then you kind of like spiral into this space where y'all don't talk or, you know, like just don't care anymore or whatever. Um, so I do think it's important where to focus on like, okay, what is happening? Um, and to make sure you're giving acknowledgement for those particular things. Um, and then I would say probably would just need to communicate what you would like to be seeing or show that or talk about as much as you can. Hopefully you're in a safe space of being able to communicate those things. Um, but that also requires, like we said, like listening to if they say like, okay, but like I literally like I have ADHD. I want to be on my phone too. If I'm on my phone, like I just, I just don't want you to take that personal or whatever. And there's a balance because sure it's like all right well if I'm saying all with this then that's still what I want and so perhaps can you notice that this person does start to leave their phone in the room a little bit more they it might not be every time y'all watch something because I mean you might watch it every day um and that that's a real example for me is like well oh I do notice like you're starting to put it down more um and so let me you know reinforce that or let me show that I noticed that and I appreciate that or whatever um so yeah managing them perspective talking about it actually listening to what they are saying they might be seeing it different um and then I would say both of you just trying to have a little more um a little more give and take around it um and hopefully you can at least see hey that expectation of you caring about what I said is at least being shown sometimes when you do um put that effort into what you know I would expect or what you know I'm expecting or would like to see. And you also being like, okay, but also I know that you want to do something else. So sometimes I don't have to say nothing when you pull out your phone. I don't gotta say something every time. So it's still, a, um, if both people can kind of be moving together like that, I guess in this like a relationship type of example, um, I think that's how I move with it. Um, or if my expectations aren't being met, 
trying to think of what other expectations I would have. I don't, I don't think I, I, I probably do, but I don't think I tend to make many expectations of people like that without anything being spoken or said. I just, I don't, because I don't, I don't like when people do that to me. I feel, I, yeah. I actually hate when people do that to me. Um, and they just start expecting something like that really like kind of blows me. So I don't, I don't really do that of others. Yeah, entitlement is, like I said, one of my biggest pet peeves. And I feel like that kind of translates into expectations if I have to show up a certain way or do certain things. So I, I, random people, I do not. I really like your example in relationships and how it's kind of a give and take. It's not always like just this way or that way. Um, I have an interesting like thought about, so my expectations for myself, I feel like that's where I've struggled a lot um because in in my life I expect myself to always show up as like this perfect a one version of myself and then I get disappointed because I let myself down and so um I've had to really adjust those in like am I doing the best I can in this moment and sometimes that's no sometimes it's like all right I need to do better or I can do these things but in this journey with myself, I've, I've had to really learn how to manage my expectations with myself. Cause I, I, it used to be like a constant, like this vicious cycle of me expecting me to show up perfect, do perfect, do the best work, always be the happiest person, always do this stuff. And I was like, girl, nobody does that. Like, can we just live life mm. a little bit and enjoy it? And so, um, that's really for me where I guess like what my focus has been that, and then probably relationships as well, but just like learning how to be kinder to myself and really manage my expectations of myself. With your expectations of yourself, what were you measuring that up against? Like how, how did you know if you did, if your expectations weren't met or if they were met? They were never met. Cause I always expected myself to be perfect. So even if I did really good, like in my head, my imposter syndrome or that like little voice in the back of my head would always nitpick something. It's like, oh, you did all this, but you forgot to call your mama today. Or you did it, mm -hmm. you know, you knocked this project out of the park, um, but you could have did better on that one slide. And it's like, girl, like, don't like take your time to not like pick apart yourself. But then also even anytime when I would, you know, be there for a friend or all of the things that I'm doing, it would just be me like picking myself apart, like this narrative that I'm supposed to be perfect, but I would never measure up to that because nobody does. Yeah. And nobody measures up to anything to me because I do expect everybody to be perfect. Um, <laughs> now that we say this, actually, <laughs> I, I, um, I was thinking about this maybe yesterday or maybe a few days ago, but I like, I really do expect expect like perfection and and it makes it it's very easy for me to um not judge but like to not get into a person like and this could not even relationship stuff but like just even in general because of anything that's not perfect and so it kind of keeps me a little distant from people I probably I probably also, of course, like look at myself in the same way too, but also I don't, I'm not often very like upset at myself for not doing something or if something's not perfect. Um, and so because of that, I'm trying to not expect that from other people, but I do like, I, that's what's like, I, nobody, I never like anybody. Um, or like, they never really catch my attention or anything because I'm like, uh, like, it's just, I just see all these things. So that's an interesting, um, point too is that like 
you're always going to fail. You're never going to see, um, you know, possibilities with other people if you're expecting perfection. Like, And sometimes we use that, I think, as a way to never move forward. Um, like with relationships, you may always, you know, I've seen people like that where it's like, there's always something wrong with the person they went on the date with or whatever. And so it's like, okay, you're, you don't want to like move forward because like, why are you holding yourself back? Um, Because you know, you'll never find somebody that's perfect. Although there could be lots of reasons why you don't, you know, move forward with the person, but sometimes it is like, okay, what am I actually just being scared of? Um, so maybe if your expectations are super high, maybe that does show a fear of something. I wonder, could that make sense? It definitely does. I think that if, if there is a consistent pattern in anything and I'll, I'll use it with your example for expectations. So like, if you're trying, you know, like you want a life partner or someone to date, but every person you're dating has an issue, like there's probably something deeper. It's probably not just that, like they might have Mm -hmm. issues and it's probably something deeper. So anytime you notice like a a pattern in your life, I think it's worth exploring a little bit below the surface, but that's not saying that there's not something wrong with everybody because all of us have at least one thing. But also question, like what's the difference between high expectations and unrealistic? Like what's the marker? What's the difference? Like at what point does it teeter into unrealistic versus just being high? Hmm. what is high expectations actually I guess that's what I was trying to think about is to have a high expectation is like wow I I really think that this girl's probably really smart um and so but unrealistic hmm I think maybe unrealistic expectations could, the only thing that really sounds unrealistic to me is, is perfection or for there to be no issue with something, right? Like, like we literally all have like too many issues um, in like any kind of space. Like, so I think that's where it's unrealistic where you're just expecting perfection, but I think we do more often than not. Um, what about you? Is there anything else you would say about what could be unrealistic outside of that? I think I think anytime we start to put people on a pedestal a little bit, it can be an unrealistic an unrealistic expectation. It kind of veers into perfection as well. But um, I think another unrealistic expectation is not expecting people to be perfect, but expecting them to show up in a way you want them to always. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that's super unrealistic for anybody. Um, yeah. We're human, like, anybody or thinking that they'll respond in a way that's in alignment with how you view things or how you think things but basically people playing characters in your world like that's kind of unrealistic an unrealistic expectation could be perfection an unrealistic expectation could be that somebody's going to do what you do um or think the way you think for sure that's definitely unrealistic because it's Man, we're so different. Like, I'm, I'd be blown how different people are. Cause I'm like, why are you not seeing this the way I see it? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I do not <laughs> understand. Um, so that's, that is good. I think that makes sense as well. Um, but then high expectations. I think it's okay to have a high expectation for particular things. But um, again, it kind of just like depends on what it is. Like, I might have a high expectation that, um 
like mine are, are mine are less like exact things and more about like I would have a high expectation that you would um um uh, like be courteous to me to a certain level like if we were going on a first date or something like that I would have a high expectation of um I don't know certain things like about the way you would approach things or maybe do things maybe um but I don't know what a regular expectation is so also I, I'm not sure if that's high but I can I know there's low expectations I think that's easier to define um because I feel as though a low expectation or not having expectation of people um is is just that like whatever whatever happens is what happens I don't really have a uh something that I'm looking for out of it and sometimes that can be smarter I think maybe a lot of times that could be smarter because you can have a low expectation or no expectation and then what whatever happens still analyze that say like eh, I don't, I'm not feeling that um so maybe like having a, a lower expectation of, out of, of people allows them to actually show you more of who they are I just don't know how you have low or no expectations because it's just like, it sounds good, but I think we very often have expectations. Like there's very few situations that we could be like, oh, I don't have any expectation because you do. <laughs> um, even I, I think about it all the time and I know we've talked about it before. It's like, even like when you give somebody a gift or like um, say something to somebody, you like high key, it's like, damn, I expected them to actually be hyped. Like if they're not hyped about it, it's like, oh, that was trash. But also it's like, well, damn, did you give it to them for that? Or did you just want to get them something? You know what I mean? But like, we often have expectations of how people react to us. Um, uh, what happens like, oh, I'm not gonna talk to you for a week. And, but I'm really hoping like you say something to me or like, you're like, oh, I miss you or whatever, right? Like so many times we have these expectations, even if we say we don't. So I think the biggest thing is just to not lie to yourself about it as well, or be be very clear with yourself about what you do expect. And then that's where you can manage it. Like, should it be higher, lower? I, I don't even know how you make it lower. We could talk about that too. But um, yeah, identify what it is. Yeah, I see a lot of commentary around like having no expectations or low expectations is better because then you can't get let down or you know, if you have no expectations, you'll always win because it can't get, you know, worse or, or going in like, kind of reminds me of like expecting the worst, um, always expecting the worst so that you're not really that's like, different down. though. Is that different to have a low expectation versus expecting the worst? Is It's different. I think so. I, I can see, yes, that's different. It, it reminds me kind of of the same thing though. It's like, and I don't know if I agree with the mindset. It's like, oh, let me, let me have no, no expectations, which like you said, I think most people are lying because we all do have them, even if we say we don't. But I think that, like, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong also with getting disappointed. And I think maybe that's my thing is like people try so hard to like not get let down or not get disappointed. And I think that it's inevitable. Like at some point, somebody's going to let us down and they're going to hurt our feelings. So why not have your, expectations again I don't know how we define like higher low or whatever but I, I don't necessarily agree with having low or no expectations of things like I, I really expect great things in my life mm -hmm. yeah because to me it's different to say I expect the worst that's having high expectations of negative things so I, I think that's different but um I think lowering expectations scientifically though they've said like that makes you happier or people are happier 
And mostly because, like we were kind of alluding to before, you're not already setting something that has to be fulfilled. Like you're leaving more space for things to just happen. And if something happens that you don't agree with, don't like, you're not coming from up here to down here. It's just, you're in the same place. You're just like, oh, okay, I see this. And now what? You know, like it doesn't have to be a drop. Like, you know, that coming down off of a high or something where it's like, oh, damn, now I'm blown. Um, It's just allowing things to be what they are. There's reasonable assumption and then there's entitlement. Ah, There we go. I like that. I, I also think like, I think that that's a yes and like I don't think that's necessarily just low expectations like I think you can have expectations reasonable expectations and allow things to be where they are yeah perhaps yeah but also I think that we place certain expectations on other people um because we assume like that we're similar and so to have expectations at a certain level doesn't really allow people to show you who you they are or or maybe what's really happening is you're putting blinders on yourself of what's really happening so you are kind of setting yourself up because you're trying to see a thing instead of just being more open to seeing it what it really is so if you're trying to see a certain Ooh. thing then now there's something attached to if i see it or not and now you're kind of going down like a spiral a different spiral because we're not the same Oh, that's spicy. I like that. That's a good, that's a good thing. And I think it is more about what we're trying to see. But let's talk about that then. How do we or can we approach life and relationships and things in a way where we're not trying to see a certain thing? Is that realistic? Mm-hmm. Can we do that? Yeah, because I think there's ways to lower your expectations or to practice that. Um, based off even some of the things we've just said, you can lower expectations by uh, giving more without expecting to receive something. And that can be without somebody getting hype without them expressing anything to you or whatever like and I don't know maybe there's a way to maybe anonymously give or do something or just practicing that where it doesn't there nothing happens you're just doing it um so that's one way uh that you can um what's another way you can lower expectations I think, and I won't even use the word lower expectations. I'll say more so like taking off your blinders to make things like feel a certain way or to like appear a certain way to you. But I have um, agape tattooed on me because it's like loving unconditionally. So not even just giving, but like loving just to love. So in the same sense of like giving gifts, I think sometimes people be like, I love you because they want to hear it, not because they love the person necessarily. And so practicing like acts of love and loving and trying like to not have a reaction like depending on what happens afterwards Mm -hmm. so just loving just to love and trying to trying to let go of your attachment to whatever happens afterwards Mm -hmm. and trying to lose yourself of maybe any expectations I think another way to um be able to kind of lower your expectations especially of like a family member or a close friend um, can be to branch out more to talk to other people instead of kind of like expecting that okay Carly's always going to listen to your event or um, even like in your relationship or whoever that if you you can minimize the pressure on like people being everything and doing the most which we tend to do in our relationships if you spread that out a little bit more um, and involve other people in your life like start to like really build more of a tribe so that 
you do have different folks that you can go to about different things instead of like a partner feeling like they have to be everything which they can't mm-hmm. no that's I think that's a great one and we can't be anybody's everything or mm-hmm. and hopefully we're at the point in our life where we're not expecting anybody to be our everything either I'm outside of ourselves I think another good one is to be curious um so instead of like wanting things to go a certain way like a conversation or already thinking you know how somebody feels or thinks about a certain thing just be curious um like when you're talking about things like asking them more questions um giving them space to be who they are instead of who you already think they are in your head allowing them to show up differently Mm -hmm. yeah and one thing that um i remember reading before is that expectations is one-sided um it's it's like a what is it's like a one-sided emotion um and it doesn't have any significance for the other party so like sometimes it it can be something that like you have it and you're like it really is just fulfilling or bothering you based on whichever way it goes but like it's not even necessarily considering like the other person all the time so that kind of goes back to the communication as well like if you notice yourself maybe blown over an expectation or if you notice you're expecting something like, dang, like Dan called me today or whatever, then I would say to start paying more attention to when you feel like that, like expectations not being met, identify it as that. And now like start to think about like how, how, or if you've communicated um, what you do want to then go through that checklist of like, okay, well actually he's saying this or let me manage them. Um, I remember I dated somebody uh, years ago where like I was always one like you know just trying to talk more they would be like on set or um not as available but also they were they were just unavailable because I'm like this too anybody who tries to blow me up too much like I get a little more distant but um he'll always be like yo like I'm not I can't always like respond I'm not gonna always like hit you back or like sometimes like you might hit somebody and they hit you the next day or whatever um and then you just have to kind of like bring that up or talk about it if, if you want something different you have to talk about that but then you have to listen what they say like hey I, I'm not always going to do xyz like I have a million other things whatever cool and then you have to manage your expectations to where you can either whether you're like you know what yeah like sometimes I don't always want to respond back either or I have things to do cool or if you're like well you know what I can always stop and make the time like I can at least be like hey I'm busy right now I'll hit you back later whatever you wherever you're at is fine but then you need to from that moment of managing that, then be like, oh, well, this isn't that person for me. Or, okay, I could try that where I like, I fall back a little bit and just chill. Um, but if it takes you out of having to be who you are, now it's like that power imbalance or manipulation or whatever starts to go into place too. So with with communicating your expectations, um, it's important to not just manage them, but then to be honest with yourself about, um, and this goes back to what we said at the very beginning about the boundaries, be honest with yourself about like, if you're okay with um, that person being who they are. And so I think that's where things get weird because then we like twist and turn and and like twist ourselves up in all these different positions to try to be okay for something else where it's like, you're just getting more and more mad or whatever and it just doesn't end up well. So um, that's the biggest thing I think to learn and to do is to listen when expectations aren't the same. Yeah. And to be okay to walk away if it doesn't fit who you are. And I feel like that's really the start of it is to know who you are and what you want so that you're not twisting yourself and trying to fit yourself like a square peg in a round hole. You're trying to fit yourself in places where you don't need to be or trying to make someone else fit 
your vision of what you want them to be mm-hmm. in your life, but obvious that they don't. I also think that if you are in a situation where, you know, anybody in your life where you feel like you can't have that conversation, then they might not be the right people in your life. Um, because people who care about you can have that conversation. They might not give you the answer that you want, but mm-hmm. you would still be able to, to be safe and vulnerable and love to have that conversation with them. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you do need to check yourself and, and your expectations of like, oh, I am expecting too much. Um, excuse me, because that's, that's the same thing that I got on somebody else about too. So it's like weird how sometimes you're on one side and sometimes you're on the other side. And it really all depends about like where that person, um, who they are to you, where they are to you, or at what point, like we just met. And I remember I had this guy, like we had just hung out like one time and he started like texting me a lot. And I was like, okay, I, I would respond when I could respond. But then I think he said something like, oh, you didn't, you're not gonna say good morning to me this morning or something. He texted something like that, where it was like, it started making me feel like entitled. And I was like, I was like, yeah, like now, <laughs> now I was like, that and I ain't like that. I'm like, bro, like, I don't, I don't know what you think this is, but to me, it's not nothing right now. I just, you know, like I just hung out with you, I'll, you know, getting to know you, whatever, but I'm not about to be rolling over saying good morning every day because I just don't, I don't, honestly, I don't care at this point yet about all that. Um, and then there's, of course, those times when I am going to be the person where I'm like, man, y'all never say good morning. Like, you, I think about you when I first wake up, you don't think about me when you first wake up. But like, so you can, you can be on both sides very easily. And it just depends on, on what it is and where you are with things. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know, man, you got to take it chill. You got, you got to chill out with new people. Let it play out. You gotta let things play out. And also it's so funny because you also don't know where you fall in other people's expectations. I'm not going to say it again, but I hate entitlement, but I had a homeboy that I met. Cool. Nothing crazy. Whatever. We text Mm -hmm. a little bit. Sometimes left it alone. He, this man came out of left field one -hmm. day. Um, cause I was like, Oh, happy birthday fam. Like I saw his birthday or something random. I make make stuff real clear. I don't play Mm -hmm. with people's emotions. I don't sell no dreams. I'll let you know what's up. Mm -hmm. But I said that, and he was like, yeah, you know, last summer we was doing all this flirting and da 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 and nothing ever came from it. And I was like, huh? <laughs> like, bro, no, but I wasn't even flirting with you. I called you, like, I, I was very clear in my verbiage, or at least I thought I was. Like, I, I what? We weren't, huh? Like, so he had all these expectations and this one turned into something that I was a completely oblivious to. Like, I had no idea. But then he was kind of, like, a little weird. So now I'm like, oh, I'm never telling you happy birthday again. Right. That shit was weird. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird, yeah. So I was still like... <laughs> so basically, so you didn't sit on no birthday bro. nudes. I, I see. I see. Absolutely not. Um, and, yeah, yeah, check check them expectations, fam. And that's me to me, too, and, and other people's, but... Yeah, you got to make sure people understand what's going on. But on the flip side, that's another kind of maybe unfortunate casualty to expectations that I've had conversations with um, my guy family members, um, guy friends, where we talk about like, man, it almost, I hate this, but it almost feels like you can't be too nice to a girl because then it's like, well, now they start expecting all this, but it's like, I mean, I don't want to treat you bad, but also it doesn't mean like, you know, I want to be exclusive with you or we're dating necessarily, whatever, right? Like, and I'm like, yeah, it goes the other way as well, where it's unfortunate that I feel like, oh, I can't be too nice or like, you know, like it shouldn't necessarily be that way. Um, And yet we know that sometimes because of how you treat folks, 
that they already do start to build up particular expectations or they see that then that might mean something like oh he he said hello to me today and so that must mean like xyz so it is it can be difficult to maneuver um from both sides and but i definitely i'm not encouraging people to be an asshole or like be rude just so you know you don't have people have expectations but um yeah i think it's sometimes unfortunate there's a lot to think about in that way and as opposed to just like can we just be nice and you know if it for things to be clear if it's doing something else let's be clear about it if i'm not being clear about it then it's probably not that but again everybody thinks differently um we've done it too we're like guys say a certain thing a certain way or, or or hangs out every day like oh he likes me and then you might not hear from him for a while it's like oh never mind like you just never <laughs> so you just can't make assumptions you can't have the expectations if you haven't spoken about it I think that's so huge and um I'm trying to build a table right now I know it connects I promise but I'm trying to build this table I saw it on TikTok super cool but um I've been looking for these pavers these little square cement pavers I went to like five stores yesterday and finally at this last store they were about to close and they're like we ain't got them but a guy who was there was like yo you looking for papers I heard you say you he's like he was like I'm so sorry I'm not trying to be creepy I promise I just overheard you but I thought about it I was like oh man he apologized for being nice because of like that whole like I don't want to be creepy but like I'm trying to help you out and this man gave me papers for free so mm -hmm. shout out to him shout out to my homeboy uh Brendan <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, just making sure you communicate. The last thing I want to talk about, um, when Lexi and I were prepping this episode, we were like thinking about tweets that we've had on expectations and quotes mm -hmm. and different things. And um, there was there's a quote that we've all heard in business and it's undersell and over deliver. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk a little bit about expectations and manipulation because I think that that's an important topic as well. So how you feel about undersell and over deliver? Um, I think it would be better to say this is what you're going to get and then give people <laughs> what they're going to get um, as opposed to making it a tactic where you know you're going to do a little bit more anyway, right? Like if you do more, then cool, you do more. But to say, um, you know, oh, you're going to get five of these things when you know you're really going to do 10, like, I don't know, that's just trying to like set people up to... Um, look at you and your work a certain way, which I just don't think you necessarily need to do. So uh, for me, I'm more a fan of just do what you say you're going to do um, as opposed to making things kind of a game, which I think that does a little bit of. Yeah, and I think people use that mentality in relationships and in other things too. So just be a person of your word. Don't don't mm -hmm. be out here manipulating folks, trying to lower expectations, um, knowing yeah. what you're actually going to do versus that. Yeah, like you don't have to undersell it to make regular look good. Like just do what you're supposed to do. Um, and I think that also appeals to, um, well, if you're talking about outside of work too, like in relationships, things like that, I think that appeals to a certain type of person to undersell. And then like they may be a people pleaser, pleaser or kind of a little more needy or dependent or whatever. So they want to like try to fix you and they want to, and I'm saying that also as a person who's been in that space too, where it's like, oh man, I don't feel right being around people who don't give me anything to do. Like if I don't have no challenge here, what am I doing? Um, so like it also kind of puts you in a certain cycle with particular types of folks that you probably don't want to be in or like that's still like kind of playing games a little bit. So like just cut all that stuff out and just say like, yeah, this is what it is and let that be what it is. Um, 
instead of kind of playing around. Yeah. I say, so hit us at Carly's Couch. Let us know your thoughts on expectation, um, how you manage them in your life. I'm down to hear some funny stories about whenever you have mm-hmm. mismanaged them, as we have both shared some. Um, make sure you sign up for our newsletter at carlyscouch.com. And then the question of the week, Lex, what do you think slash hope happens when we die? Um, I don't really hope anything. I think we just disappear and like we're just gone. I think we're just here one day and then we're just gone. Nothing really creative there. <laughs> I don't really think we get reincarnated. I don't I don't think that there's afterlife. Um yeah, I think I think we need those things to explain to us why we're here and to give us kind of like some kind of purpose or something. Which I don't I don't know. I think it's not that deep actually. I like that. I, part of me believes that. And then the other part of me wonders, it's like you hear all these stories about these kids who like are like, oh, I was so-and-so in a past life. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I got murdered this way. And they go back and like, oh man, this person actually did get murdered that way. So I just wonder if there is some truth to people are like, oh, you know, this isn't their first time here. They're an old soul. And that mm-hmm. we do have some type of purpose that we need to like complete before our souls are done here meaning that like you might not remember but you were this person one time you were on this continent a different time until you kind of fulfill that purpose i'm not sure but i'm kind of partially i noticed i'm partially there one thing i noticed is that every time we be like oh this bro he got an old soul he been here that just mean that baby was raised by their grandparents half the time like <laughs> like <laughs> half the time it's like hmm, let's actually dig deeper oh you were raised by older people i'm not i'm not even trying to be funny but it's like, yeah, who you who you grew up around, like, is why you are over here using whatever phrases you're using and and acting like you acting. Um, but I'm sure there's always, you know, when it comes to the afterlife and like uh, stories about people who die and come back. There's so many different stories about things they saw and whatever. Um, and I think that maybe we do like there is some type of maybe time of seeing or experiencing something between like last breath and like whatever but I don't think we're just like roaming around I don't think we go anywhere like that or um yeah not necessarily have you ever seen a ghost I haven't seen one um I don't doubt that they exist but I haven't never seen one have you Mm -mm. no I've never seen a ghost or experienced that but I, I know people have stories about that too so um, perhaps that would, um, uh, that would, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, how to determine like what your thoughts are about what happens or, you know, what we are and who we are and things like that. But I've never had those experiences. Yeah, me neither. I'm also not a ghost chaser. Like my cousins <laughs> like to do all that stuff, yeah. like going to haunted places. And when I was little, cause I'm the baby, like by six years, they used to try to bring me around to scare me to death. Mm-hmm. So they completely killed any part of me that have ever been curious about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would like to know kind of what y'all think happens whenever we die to hit us at Carly's house and let us know. I guess I should say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
I was like, did it free? Have a look, have a good day. I don't know. I don't know why I thought you were gonna say something else. But um, yeah, what she said, let us know what you thought about the episode, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Yeah, bye guys.